This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. When we were kids, there were guys in our lives who taught us lots of stuff. Mine taught me how to go fishing on our boat if the sea wasn't rough. They showed us how we could do our best and how to raise the bar. They'd always be saying you're special and we believe that you're a star. Being a dad, being a dad, being a dad. Good afternoon, this is Frank Carter with iDad, full-time, full-on on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and this program and any other access program throughout the country is available through the freefm.org.nz site. Uh, we play live, of course, and of course podcasts are available. If you just follow the links through uh, to um, on the Free FM site, uh, you can find an enormous range of access radio programs, enormous range of subjects, topics uh, of interest. And uh, yeah, they're all there. So, but today, I did. Uh, today, especially, it's about some things I didn't realize, something I've learned, and a question I've never asked before, um, and wonder why. So today... Icebergs. We're going to take, yes, interestingly, it's about icebergs, I guess, but mostly it's about question, why do icebergs float? We're going to look at that a little bit more. Uh, can I say deeply? Because they're floating. Icebergs. Why do icebergs float? That came up a couple of days ago and I was astonished and somewhat stunned, set back in a very good way um, by Esley's just off the cuff remark. Um, this weekend we've been away to Afetu, uh, camp up in the Afetu Peninsula for a couple of days with the Mo'ulele Health, uh, fitness ladies. Well, group actually. Yes, most of them are ladies, but there's four of us guys there. Uh, ten families represented. I want to talk about that group and a bit, bit about that weekend, uh, and the purpose of it, the successes of it, um, the, for, of the, of the group. And, yes, a Tongan tradition. Today, especially, um, I've been thinking through a Tongan tradition, which, when I first came across it, seemed quite, I thought, I'm not a Tongan, but it seemed odd. But over the weekend, um, we went through this particular tradition, and it just seemed so natural, and it seemed so neat that we actually follow the tradition. I want to talk about that, and it's related to Esley, it's related to Esley's baptism, and related to the closing of a church. So that would be our program today. We'll go for our first break, and we'll come back with Why Do Icebergs Float? And a bit of the thinking that goes along with that. And then, of course, uh, a little bit about the uh, Mo'olele weekend uh, that we've been spending. 
after this break.
Thanks very much for tuning in. And this is Frank Carter, who I date full time, full on. And icebergs, we, we know they float. And over the weekend, I was just casually trying to introduce Leslie to a little bit of science. And assuming that she hadn't really noticed that icebergs float, um, she had this, you know, bit of, um, uh, ice in a bottle of, of water. It had been frozen. Some of it had melted. And we just casually talking to him, you know, ice, ice is, um, that ice is floating. And, um, you know, them mentioned an icebergs float in the sea. And just as, as lazily sort of, oh, yeah, it's probably because there's more air in them. And I'll, ah. It was the, what stopped, I just paused, I stopped just like that. I thought, well, she just said it so casually. And I'm trying to introduce her to the fact that icebergs float. And she tells me why. I just could not, I mean, I was stunned and, 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 I suddenly realized that I had never actually asked, why do icebergs float? Why do icebergs float? We know they float because they're lighter than water. But why? Um, thank goodness we now have Google. So a little bit later on, I, I went to Google and, you know, went through it and it's really easy to find out. Icebergs float. And Esley was probably pretty close to being right. Because I learnt, well, we do know that molecules, a molecule of, uh, of water is H2O, two bits of hydrogen, one of oxygen, somehow they get together and they form water. Zillions and zillions of molecules makes a cup full of water and it floats around and slops around and whatever, whatever. Uh, make that, uh, freeze that, and water is just about the only thing that expands when it gets cold. And we all think, oh yeah, okay, that's how it is. We've known that. But why? Google tells me it's because the molecules in water are kind of like pretty random. And I guess that's because it, it's runny. It, it sort of runs all over the place. So the molecules wouldn't be settled in any particular way. However, apparently ice is quite a different quantity, quality, quite a different kind of object, if you like. The molecules, although they're the same, H2O, are formed in a lattice. They are joined in a lattice and they are joined together. So, of course, they're stiff. And because they're formed in a lattice, they take up more space. So there, I'm thinking, Esley is probably pretty close to right. There's more air or certainly more space between the molecules in water uh, in ice than there is in water, which is why it floats. Now, of course, we all need to know that. But the critical thing there, the thing that I realised, the, the 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 question about ice, the question about water, and finding out and why it's lighter than why ice is lighter than water, is probably not the thing that struck me. The thing that struck me was Esley's answer, and this is what we find in young people: the openness to thinking, the openness to just finding answers, the openness to finding out why, and the openness to find solutions, which for somehow or other we tend to lose. Um, don't know why I wish. Um, I wish we didn't. I wish I didn't. But I do fully appreciate that my mind and my thinking is probably not as flexible as Esley's is. Um, 
and and I think that's the the the, the thinking that came out of that one question. Um, where I'm here trying to teach her about ice floating, she already knew that, and she knew why. She figured out why. She thought why. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just so impressed. But it's not just Esley. We find this with young people. They have the ability and the willingness to look at things in a different way to us and see things in a different way. That's great. And I think it's wonderful. It's wonderful, wonderful to watch. And I think how often have I missed a comment like Esley said, and missed some of the realizations or missed some of the questions. And I really try not to, but I'm sure I miss quite a lot of them. I try hard not to. Moving on to a tradition. And I'm not a Tongan. Miley is Tongan. Uh, Esley is Tongan, of course. And today, uh, well, over the weekend, we... Um, we were at the closing, the, the sad closing of Sinclair's Church. We had been attending Sinclair's Church up in Dinsdale for probably three or four years until Esley was about four. A lovely, lovely people, lo- really welcoming, and uh, it's a really neat building, lovely people. Unfortunately, the number of people um, attending is, is reduced, is below the sustainable. So, um, very sadly, uh, the last year was the decision to close the church. We went back to the final service, which was not a sad occasion. It was a going out occasion. It was a, we were having this opportunity to, to move out into the community occasion. Brilliant, brilliantly led by Richard Lawrence. Richard Lawrence, who used to be a, a lecturer up at Wintech. The uh, he he was absolutely brilliant. He set the tone for this final closing, the final service at St Clair's, and it was a very positive. Uh, and the atmosphere was very good. It could have turned into such a sort of a dreary oh no, but it turned into something very quite cheerful and bright. But during the service, there was a return of a number of items that had been uh, donated to the church. One of those item, items was a tupper, a tupper cloth, quite a large tupper cloth that was uh, donated to the church uh, when at Esley's baptism, that's eight and a half years ago. And this has hung on the wall of the um, in the church since then. And it was returned today, it was planned, planned return today. Partway, bef- partway through this service, Miley said, um, wrote me a little note. She said, um, is it okay if we give the tupper back to Gloria? Gloria Zanders was the minister who baptised Esley. And I'm thinking, oh, huh? <laughs> as, as a European, as you do, give back this very large sort of thing with one would imagine has sentimental value because it's linked to Esley's baptism and it was created for Esley's baptism. However, I'm thinking, oh, this is a Tongan tradition. Yep, okay, we'll go with it. And so it comes to the to a time to be called up and uh, be given back the tupper. And so we were given back the tupper. And then, of course, it was our turn to pass it on, to, to call up Gloria and pass the tupper to her as the officiating minister at the time. And it felt so normal, so natural and so neat. 
Um, and so from, this is something I've learned and something I've experienced in a number of these traditions is that, um, there's, uh, uh, there's no criticism of my English heritage, if you like, English traditions. We do things differently. Um, and I think the diversity and the difference is, is tremendous. But in this particular situation, it was a Tongan sort of situation. Even the St. Clair's, St. David's, of course, sorry, St. Clair's is a European church, of course, but it was about a Tongan sort of artifact or a Tongan gift. Um, so the two um, traditions blended and Gloria finished. She was quite taken aback by this gift, but she finished with Malo Opito, which was really nice, which is thank you very much. And um, that was just about all she was able to bring out because she was very touched. It felt, felt so much better than I could imagine bringing that type of home because we know where it's gone. Um, and that link, there is a link that continues um, with Gloria and the church because of the gift. We'll go for our second track, now, second break now. And when we come back, Mo'olalei, a weekend away at Afutu Peninsula. Well, it's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch. And it's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bonds and the ink stains that are dried upon some line. That keeps you It's just knowing that the world will not be 
And so this weekend, we have spent a couple of days up at Afetu Peninsula. Afetu is Peninsula. You go um, Pukakohe, Waiuku, and then a bit further. And then you get to the end of the road, and you're overlooking Auckland across the water. Uh, it's delightful, peaceful spot, wonderful spot. There was uh, one more uh, on the second morning, I think we had a lot of bleats from the from the sheep uh, not a problem um, but a very very relaxing only a couple of weeks um, a couple of days uh, Friday night through to Sunday morning uh, but such relaxing time and there was the visit down to the beach and of course the knocking off of the oysters off the bringing the oysters back and a little bit of seafood back and the fun and the games the purpose of the weekend is to continue the health and fitness and well-being message of the fitness the group that Miley and Etoa are organizing um health and wellness it's about encouraging people to do some exercise uh, encourage them to try new foods and encourage them to think through their health and lifestyle stuff. But we don't have posters which tell people not to do this or tell people to do that and whatever, whatever. Uh, but first of all, before we go any further, I have to say this weekend, along with um, an AED, some Fitbits, uh, some healthy meals, food for healthy meals, and some funding for some for a venue. Um, was, the funding was provided by uh, lotteries, the lottery, and um, it's one of those grants that we applied for, and we received quite a, a very pleasant, a very nice uh, gift fund uh, to pay for uh, these races. An AED, of course, is really important. We. Um, there is exercise. There are exercise programs, and sometimes um, exercise can people can do too much exercise. Um, and a number of our, of the uh, the people joining the group are not fit and healthy. I, I'm, I'm, if I was there, I think I would have to add myself to that. But anyway, back to the weekend. Uh, the purpose of the weekend is a social getting together, and it's a weekend away from the normal. Uh, there is a preset menu. Miley and Tor go through and decide what the menu is going to be. And so the, the key meals, I think, on Friday evening was the chicken drumsticks. Uh, then there's uh, on Saturday, we had the prawn salad, um, the uh, marinated fish fillets, and of course the raw fish. Raw banana, uh, not raw banana, green bananas uh, featured quite significantly. Of course, green bananas uh, is a fairly common, fairly normal. Uh, part of uh, Pacifica diets and they're cooked of course uh, with something that um, again as a European I find quite unusual but the green bananas are cooked green bananas uh, have a very very good food value higher highly high, you know very very nutritious so as a part of a balanced diet they're very very good and of course in breakfast uh, porridge and fruit and the purpose, of course, is that people are assigned to cook, uh, prepare the food, and of course to wash up afterwards. And the idea, the the menus we have, are simple, 
easy to prepare, nutritious, uh, and we hope tasty, um, and economical. And the weekend gives people the experience of being able to prepare them. Because, of course, what you find is that people go along to these healthy eating uh, courses and sit and watch the cook prepare all these wonderful, wonderful meals that they've prepared hundreds of times and everyone's got smiley faces and they nod and they go home and you go and open the pantry and where's the spices where's the sauces where's the herbs and spices that i've got to um to make this stuff and of course you don't get it so uh often doesn't work so and where's the actual experience the, the experience so that's part of what we're doing um, once a month, there is also a meal, a similar meal, healthy meal, which people help to prepare. Um, and over this weekend, of course, as uh, there was a set menu, you know, there was a, and, and the recipes were there on how to produce these things. And people remarked how simple they are, which was really neat. Um, people don't change overnight. People are going to continue to eat the food that they've eaten all their lives. Uh, but gradually we do notice that people are changing a little, uh, introducing different foods into their into their uh, into their um, you know weekly shopping, if you like. So it was a great weekend. Lots of social activities um, squeezed in, including the late night bling. I went to sleep fairly early, um, but I could see the ladies uh, who'd obviously brought um, their bling stuff uh, trotting back into the kitchen area and the dining area. And yes, for the late night stuff, it was great. A really, really relaxing and enjoyable weekend. And again, thank you to Lotteries, but also thank you so much to Miley and Tor for being the driving force and the organising force uh, behind this um, this program, which is actually changing people's lives. Before we go, I want to say um, a big up uh, to a role model Phaedra who is the King Tongan King's great niece or something she's a royal a, a part of the royal family fortunately great fortunately she's just uh, going to be starting at Waikato University uh, start to study law uh, there was such and go whether she's going out to Auckland but she's decided to stay in Hamilton great Phaedra is a great role model for young women and especially the young Tom women. Thanks very much for being with us. Thank, look forward to being back with you again next Tuesday, midday to 12.30 or Wednesday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. Thank you. Being a dad, being a dad, being a dad, being a dad. It takes time, give them time, being a dad. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.